Hey guys, I'd like to introduce you to a new podcast that I know you're going to love. Do you like travel? Do you like picturesque locations and getting away from it all? Well, this new podcast has all that and murder. It's called Slaycation, and it's a darkly humorous look at murders and mysterious deaths that took place on vacation. Hosted by a true crime fanatic, her comedy writer husband and his TV producing partner, Slaycation brings a unique perspective to chilling, thrilling, and WTF stories of vacations gone horribly wrong. From the twisted tale of Harold and Tony Henthorne, whose romantic anniversary in the Rocky Mountains ended with one of them falling off a cliff, to Angelica and Vincent, two recently engaged lovebirds whose Hudson Valley kayaking adventure ended underwater. Each episode of Slaycation will have you asking, accident or murder? But it's not just the stories that'll intrigue you. It's the discussion between a longtime married couple and business partners who happen to be Emmy-nominated TV producers. Each episode of Slaycation also includes humor, takeaway and travel tips that will keep your next vacation from being your last. If you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Van Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Five terrifying and haunted places from down under. It takes a huge amount of courage to remain unafraid when things go bump in the dark and night. But perhaps, even if you have nerves of steel, your knees will definitely weaken and shake when you hear the stories on this list. These are five terrifying and haunted places from down under. Number five, St. John's Orphanage. It's easy to deny it, but there's always something inherently creeping and chilling when we talk about an old orphanage. Maybe it's because we always hear scary stories of children getting abused there, mistreated, and, as rumors would say, orphans getting murdered. Even the physical appearances of its abandoned buildings bring out this vibe that you just can't really explain. It is as if the walls are whispering stories of children living in loneliness and pain within its four corners. These poor souls may no longer be at these places, but their cries may still ring along its corridors. It's no wonder 
that plenty of real-life ghost hauntings feature those that happened in orphanages. And one of the more infamous ones is St. John's in Goulburn, New South Wales, Australia. Commissioned by the Catholic Church and opened by the Sisters of Mercy in 1905, St. John's was once home to a total of 2,500 young children. This place closed down after almost 70 years in operation, and it quickly became a refuge of vandals. However, even these delinquents couldn't stand the horrors that seemed to resonate in its bleak environment. And now, even though it's completely abandoned and in a derelict state, the dark secrets of St. John's continue to seep out into the world. Tales coming from reliable sources indicate that the orphan boys here were treated just like animals. Some were practically made into slaves, and those who commit mistakes would be brutally punished. Food and clothing were hard to come by as well, and they would have to fight one another and work hard to grab hold of these basic necessities. Men who were once residents of this institution as young boys tell harrowing tales of their experiences at St. John's. According to them, a day wouldn't even pass by when they would witness some kids getting beaten to a pulp by the nuns. As if this wasn't hard enough to deal with, other accounts also mention shocking reports of rape committed by staff members. Sexual abuse was rampant and was also being committed by older orphan boys and other personnel of the institution. Years have passed since its closure and abandonment, but the orphanage still attracts hordes of tourists from around the country and the world seeking proof of these gruesome tales. Needless to say, St. John's never fails to give its visitors a reason to question their sense of courage. There's a plethora of videos on the internet that captures some unexplainable phenomenon at the site. Everything from strange noises to eerie sightings, these videos seem to give proof of the horror and pain that reverberates throughout the place. Photos circulating also capture graffiti art sprawled throughout the walls, and while some may just appear as senseless scribbles, others give forth some heartbreaking messages that one could assume must have been written by people who once had a bad experience at the orphanage. Even creepier is the poignant rhymes found on one of St. John's walls. It read, It was worse when it snowed. The wind would blow cold. And the ground would go white and the coal would come inevitable, and it would bite. The weak would sniffle and cough until their bodies had enough. Then they would go. Winter was tough. St. John certainly wasn't a happy place, and so it's no surprise then that it is now considered as one of the most haunted locations in all of Australia. Number 4. Fremantle Prison and the Pipes Underneath Through the years, our society has adopted more humane practices when it comes to dealing with convicts. Livable enclosures, regular meals, and health and wellness checks, these are just some of the bits of progress that we've made in our penitentiary system. However, the prisons that still exist from centuries past and beyond 
become a reminder of how different life was back then. There was isolation and torture and utter despair experienced by people caught behind bars. No wonder many prisons of old are said to be haunted by former inmates whose souls never seemed to forgot the pain and suffering that they went through while being locked up. The Fremantle Prison in Fremantle, Western Australia, is one of those haunted prisons that attracts tourists from all around the world. For almost 150 years since its opening in 1855, Fremantle was viewed as a place of suffering instead of reformation. Contained in its dark history are stories of extreme violence which, according to accounts, had at one time become a fundamental part of living inside there. Floggings, beatings, riots, killings, and executions occurred throughout the duration of the system's operation. It's no wonder, then, that troubled spirits are still rumored to wander around the empty halls and cell blocks of the damned prison. A handful of people found to still be residing at Fremantle Prison are caretakers, maintenance workers, and tour groups. These individuals can attest to the frightening experiences of roaming around the institution after dark. Cries and wails from no known source can be heard, and they sound like they're coming from someone in unimaginable agony. Those who dared to visit the prison could also give their personal accounts of supernatural encounters. What's even more terrifying here is the fact that not all of the hauntings occurred in the main facility area above ground. 65 feet beneath Fremantle Prison runs a huge network of tunnels. They were built by prisoners. Of course, they were not meant to be an escape route for the inmates. The reason they were built was to make a passageway that would supply fresh water to the prison and later the township of Fremantle as well. Like the prison above, the tunnels are also rife with stories of ghost hauntings and terrifying encounters of the unknown. Some psychics and paranormal experts reported capturing photos of strange apparitions like shadow forms and light orbs. As of these days, Fremantle Prison is included on the Australia National Heritage List. Being a museum, people can visit the place during daytime, although they also offer candlelit tours above and below the prison if you're brave enough. Number 3. The Devil's Pool It's been said that the strongest kind of force humans could ever muster is that of love. The sky is the limit for what beautiful things we can do in the name of love. But when that feeling is ruined, an unimaginable degree of chaos can ensue as a result. What's more disturbing is that those consequences can continue to resonate beyond time, such as the case of the Devil's Pool in North Queensland, Australia. The Devil's Pool is a natural one nestled at the foot of three converging streams that run through the Babinda boulders in Queensland. But beyond its breathtaking beauty and enticing cool waters is an extremely tragic backstory. According to legend, there was once a beautiful girl named Ulana from the Yadinji people, an Aboriginal Australian tribe settling in far north Queensland. She was set to marry a respected tribal leader, and shortly after their union, a neighboring tribe moved into the area. One of its members was a handsome young warrior called Daiga. 
Ulana instantly fell in love with the newcomer. Realizing the implications of their adulterous affair, the young lovers fled from their respective tribes and into the wilderness. As expected, their fellow tribesmen were incredibly offended with their actions. The elders ordered a manhunt to capture the lovers, and both were caught, but Ulanda managed to break free from her captors and cried for Digga to follow her. But he never made it and was dragged away back into their tribe. Ulana escaped, but was in great despair. Finding no reason to go on living, the heartbroken girl then threw herself into the devil's pools. Her anguished cries for her lost lover turned the once calm waters of the boulders into a rushing torrent. The surrounding land shook with her grief-stricken wail. The massive boulders broke off and scattered around the creek, creating deep crevices that swallowed Ulana, who was still crying and in inconsolable sorrow. The aboriginal legend says that Ulana's spirit still haunts the Devil's Pool today. A popular destination for tourists and adventurers alike, the Devil's Pools earned its sinister reputation for the countless lives that it's taken. Local authorities urge visitors to stay within the designated swimming areas. Since 1959, a total of 18 people have died, though, in its treacherous waters. Of these 18 unfortunate souls, all except one were young men. The eerie account of these fatal accidents suggests that there's some invisible force affecting the pool's behavior. In one of the most recent accidents, a young naval seaman was swept into the pool and drowned. His friends claimed to have seen him as if he was being pulled by an invisible hand. The same circumstance happened to a young couple who got swept away by the raging waters. The woman managed to survive unscathed, but her companion unfortunately didn't. In 1979, a report detailed the death of Peter McGann, who disappeared along the slit of two boulders. It almost took two months for professional divers to locate and recover the dead body from the eerie depths of the pool. Meanwhile, there are countless reports of tourists taking pictures of the location, only to find the face of an unknown Aboriginal woman peering up from the surface of the waters. So while some may say it's just a tall tale, there does seem to be some proof that the Devil's Pools are in fact haunted. Number 2. Adelaide Goal Yet another prison entry onto our list is the Adelaide Goal in Adelaide, South Australia. Deemed as one of the most haunted places in the land down under, the Adelaide Goal is swarming with ghost sightings. These paranormal experiences are said to be the souls of innocent inmates who are hanged within its walls. Visitors tell of their unforgettable experiences seeing ghost apparitions and hearing the ominous cries of these individuals who were once wrongfully condemned. One of the infamous characters in the goal is Frederick Fred Carr, who was hanged in 1927 for the murder of his wife, Maud. Even up until his last breath, Fred proclaimed his innocence. His spirit is said to appear along the upstairs cells of the new building where he was once held. There were a total of 45 executions done in Adelaide Goal since its opening in 1841 
until its closing in 1988. Of the entire lineup, there was only one woman who faced the gallows, Elizabeth Woolcock. She was found guilty of killing her husband by poisoning and was sentenced to death. However, many believe that she was innocent of the crime. Still, she met her untimely demise in December of 1873, and she is said to haunt the prison walls dressed in a long white gown. It's not only those who died from hanging that are said to be haunting this place. Ben Ellis was Adelaide Gold's hangman for 10 years, and he was known for his perfectionism when carrying out executions. However, there was one instance when his job got botched. See, Ben forgot to secure the prisoner before hanging, and Charles Streitman, the condemned inmate in question, had to suffer for 22 minutes before he finally passed. Streitman's awful death is said to have troubled Ben. However, his execution of Woolcock pushed him to finally quit his job. Ben is often seen wandering aimlessly within the prison, perhaps seeking penance for the part he played in so many executions, or maybe he's looking for the next head to put a noose on. Number 1. Aridel Mental Hospital The thing about abandoned mental asylums is that these places of interest don't need to have ghosts roaming around to make them scary. Spooky glimpses of what it looks like living in these health institutions would be enough to send a shiver up and down your spine. The infamous Aradell Mental Hospital in Ararat, Victoria, is no exception to this case. It opened in 1865 and decommissioned in 1998, and the Aradell Mental Asylum was once held in high regard for its idealized system of treating the then so-called lunatics. Throughout the decades of its operation, the institution descended into an utter failure that resulted into the kind of horror that its deep and dark history would reveal. Overcrowding was thought to be the instigating factor that pushed Aradell into utter disarray. A huge influx of dangerous and violent psychotics from around the world would come in every year to seek treatment. This ultimately led to poor living conditions that perhaps could have even worsened the patient's illnesses. This is coupled with the fact that Aradell, back then, used the Victorian approach to mental health treatment. This is exactly the kind of treatment we often see in movies, where patients are made to undergo electroconvulsive therapy and lobotomies, just to mention a few. The poor conditions, coupled with the terrifying health services, are said to have resulted in the death of more than 13,000 patients, men, women, and even children alike. Some of these souls are said to continue to haunt its vast maze-like buildings. A lot of paranormal experts who have visited the grounds consider the place as one of the worst haunting sites that they've ever been to. The bad vibes emanating from almost every corner of the hospital would certainly force anyone to flee. Tourists and thrill-seekers can also attest to the different levels of creepiness that are unique to Aradell. People have caught glimpses of apparitions, heard strange noises, and in one televised paranormal investigation, they claim to have seen a face peering at them from one of the other rooms. Aradell reopened in 2001 
three years after its initial closure and became a campus for the Australian College of Wine. Despite this, though, paranormal encounters have reportedly remained very frequent. So there were five terrifying and haunted places from down under. If you ever travel to Australia, or you live there right now, should you ever be in the need of an adrenaline rush, these places are sure to give you just that. If you like this video, then hit the notification bell and subscribe to our channel. We have new videos coming out every week on Wednesdays and Saturdays that we know you'll want to check out. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you soon.